It's Rockin' Vino on KSRO, brought to you by American Ag Credit, money for agriculture. Good afternoon and welcome to Rock and Vino here on KSRO. I am Michelle Marquis and uh, with me is Coco, my co-host. Hey, Coco. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm good. I'm really excited about uh, the topic we're going to talk about today on our show, which of course is sponsored by American Ag Credit. Uh, today we're going to talk about a really exclusive, uh, very intimate uh, experience that pairs wine and music together in a way really Really like no other. We're talking about songwriters in paradise. And our guest for this half hour is uh, Patrick Davis. He is the founder and he's also a songwriter himself uh, of Songwriters in Paris in Paradise, also known as SIP. Thanks so much for talking with us. Hey guys, how y'all doing? I, songwriters in Paris sounds fun too. We, <laughs> we could go to Paris. Why yeah. not? <laughs> Add that to the I've list. I've given you your next. Uh, uh, venue. <laughs> next up, next up. Uh, no, hey, nice, nice, nice talking to you guys. How are y'all doing out there? Very good. Now, tell us about how you came up with this idea. It's really unique and fun. Uh, yeah, I um, I've been fortunate enough to uh, to play music and uh, you know professionally and uh, for a long time. I've lived in Nashville for over twenty years now, and uh, and, and that's been a fun gig. And uh, every now and then, I'll get um, you know, kind of crazy offers. To, uh, to to take my guitar and myself somewhere, and I got called about taking uh, my uh, I guess my talents down to the Bahamas to uh, to do a show. Uh, some fans wanted me to go down and do something at a resort down there, and I said, in lieu of doing just me or my my band, how about I bring down some uh, some buddies and we try to make a weekend out of it? And it's not really a new idea, you know. There's there's a lot of folks that do kind of you know these types of songwriters festivals and stuff like that, but. Um, but I wanted to kind of try my best to uh, to figure out how to make it a little more special than most of those are, and and the way that I figured that out was uh, through uh, going down to the Bahamas. It's called Sip Hope Town uh, in the in the Abacos in the Bahamas, and and we essentially just I realized that I love playing in front of thousands and thousands of people, but what's really special is when you have about 150 or 200 people in front of you that are you know uh, intently listening and having a having an a, a experience that they just don't usually get at a concert or uh, you know a show. So that's kind of what uh, what we do, and uh, Napa and, uh, and Hillsburg are, are two of the SIP uh, destinations now, and um, and I couldn't be happier. So how did Napa was the first one? How did that come about? Uh, Napa came about because um, you know, uh, as a musician, you know, we kind of uh, we travel all the time. We're always playing different venues and doing doing uh, you know interesting things, I guess. And I happened to uh, get introduced to a a wine. Uh, you know, owner, a winery owner, and a vintner out there, and and it was David Duncan from Silver Oak, um, and I did not know uh, who I didn't know what winery he had, but uh, he told me, uh, yeah, well, here's one of my wines. He gave me a bottle, and I was like, hold on a second, you own Silver Oak? I was like, wait a second, what? And uh, but David is an is a is a songwriter and a musician, and um, and so we we uh, hit it off, you know, uh, on that. I hit it off on that, and uh, and that ended up turning into, um, uh, you know, we, he kind of started recognizing that I was doing SIP events in uh, the Bahamas and in Cabo, and he said, man, we got to do one in Napa, and that that was kind of how it all took place. Uh, about five or six years ago, we started that conversation, and this will be our fourth, in quotations, annual because of uh, <laughs> because of COVID. We right. had to one year kind of low off, but uh, everybody had to take that off, so it doesn't count. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so it, describe for us what the event is really like. Um, it's a, a couple of days, right? 
Uh, it's actually uh, the, the event. The the main shows are four nights, uh, so it's Wednesday through Saturday. Um, and and essentially, what we do is, you know, Napa uh, wine country knows how to throw events. They know how to make things intimate, special, uh, unique. Um, you know, so many incredible wineries there. We're we're lucky enough to have. Um, we have uh, four of the, you know, of my dear friends. They've become very good friends of mine out for Napa um, that we are winery partners uh, with. And so we only allow 150 people uh, to attend each evening. And it's, uh, it starts with uh, everybody getting there about 630. And, um, you know, they have uh, welcome, welcome you with wine, which is pretty normal out there. Um, and, then, uh, and then there's food. Uh, you know, there's like, I, I, it's not like a sit-down dinner. I always say it's like heavy, like hearty appetizers. Um, and everybody kind of, you know, gets a little wine, gets a little food. Um, and then we have it where everyone is seated. Um, and you get to hear, uh, two different shows per night, essentially for, for your ticket for each night. Um, there's six songwriters that will perform at each venue. Um, there'll be one show from seven to eight o'clock and then you'll take about a 15, 20 minute intermission. And then there'll be another show with three other songwriters that will happen from about, um, uh, you know, 8.15 to 9.30. And if you guys have ever heard of the Bluebird Cafe, which I guess is probably the most famous songwriter's uh, spot in uh, in the world, I, I suppose, that's kind of what this is like. It's intimate. It's quiet. Everyone's really paying attention. They're hearing the stories. Um, you know, it's not necessarily for everybody, but if you're somebody that is a, you know, a crazy music fan that just loves hearing the, the, the stories behind the songs and getting just access that you just don't normally get. I always say that if you normally would go to a show and you get a VIP package, uh, you know, backstage pass or whatever that looks like, you're going to have about a 15-second uh, conversation with the songwriter or the, or the musician. They're going to take a picture and be like, glad you're here, and that's it, and you're gone. And this is completely different because I make sure that the 15 songwriters that I bring to each one of these, we're at every show, all four nights. You know, it doesn't matter whether we're mm. at Frank Family or Alpha Omega, uh, Brasswood, or at, uh, at Charles Krug. We're at every one of the shows. So there's six performers that will play that evening. But all of us are going to be hanging out, drinking wine, meeting the meeting the folks that are that are there that are actually the attendees because we want it to be a family atmosphere, and that's just not what you normally get. And we don't get that either, to be honest. We our our schedules are so busy that we don't even get to see our friends. All these people that are performing, we might be all over the planet. We never get to see each other. So this for us is also special because we're all together. And I think the attendees, the wineries, everybody feels that. It's it's just. Um, it's 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 just something that's unique and exclusive that is uh you know it's just not what most people get to experience when they go to a show. Oh, we're talking with Patrick Davis. He is the founder of Songwriters in Paradise. The Napa event is coming up very quickly, April nineteenth through the twenty second. But there's also one in Healdsburg uh, coming back for the second year, and that one will be uh, from July. I have the numbers here: July eighteenth through the twenty second. Uh, details yep. at songwritersinparadise.com. So, how did uh, Healdsburg then end up in the picture? Uh, from, you know, it's, it's a small wine community out there. And, um, I had a friend, uh, uh my buddy, Mike Brennan came over to, uh, to a show in a Tip Napa show and was like, God, we got to do this where he lives in Hillsburg. And, um, and I was like, well, it seems like they're really close, you know, cause if you look on a map, they're only, you know, 10, 15 miles apart. But then once you start going to wine country, you realize that Napa and Sonoma, because of the mountain, because of the roads, it's just, it is a completely different universe. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I, once I re realized that I was kind of like, Oh, well, you know what? It probably isn't a bad idea. Maybe we'll try it out. And it is, it's so different. You know, both, both of them are both wonderful in their own respects. Um, I love both of them, you know, equally. <laughs> it's just, um, 
but they, they are kind of their own little universes. You know, I grew up in, uh, in South Carolina, and in South Carolina we have all these little beach towns. And it's funny when you're like a kid, you know, like maybe your family goes on vacations at North Myrtle Beach, and then uh, this family vacations at Charleston, but they don't ever really cross-pollinate. And that's kind of <laughs> how I feel without there. It's like, you know, you know Sonoma, and you know Napa, and you know Hillsburg, and you know, you know, Yachtville, you know all these little areas, but they don't really necessarily all they're not all as tight as you think they would be just because it's hard to get around. You know, it's not as easy just to, it looks like a crow could get there in three minutes, but it takes you about an hour and a half. To drive. <laughs> so, Especially during rush hour. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's how that happened. And, um, and, and once again, it's, it's been exciting because I, I love the, the folks in, in all of wine country have been nothing but um, super supportive and so kind and, and they become, you know, they really are genuinely friends. That's one thing that's nice about this. I just didn't just go, and like you know look at a map and go like oh here's a winery and here's a winery let me go talk to those wineries i i this happened organically by me and david duncan being friends jeff gargiulo who's in in napa he has gargiulo vineyards we we were kind of the spearheads of connecting the dots they would introduce me to their friends we would become friends and that's how we kind of vetted the uh the wineries and that's the same thing that happened in uh, in hillsburg I, i i started going over to hillsburg and kind of met people through through friends and then they became friends so it wasn't just um random wineries it was actually like there's a connection there that's a little deeper which i believe makes the experience for the attendee better because they're getting access on a different level than just an event being held at a winery you know all of the winemakers all the the vintners they're all at every one of these events we're all friends you know so you're actually getting access to these incredible songwriters and performers that have you know, written songs for the biggest artists in the world or played all over, but you're also getting access to the actual, you know, to, you know, I don't know, Rich and Leslie Frank at Frank Family or, you know, or uh, Angelina Mondavi at Charles Krug or, you know, right. that, that, that's always had the Raffinelli girls for, you know, at, at A. Raffinelli in, in Hillsburg. It's, it's, a, it's just a different experience. Um, I want it to feel like a family when you go there, and I want the attendees to feel that. I want, I want them to notice that, wow, this is actually worth every penny and more that I paid for this because I'm getting an access that and getting treated completely different than I would if I was spent $800 on Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you could even I mean, get Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift hey, tickets. You're not, see, you're not seeing Taylor Swift. I, I get that part. But I'm, saying, <laughs> but I'm just saying like it's a completely different thing. I want yeah. people to feel like they, uh, they, they, they are just they're lucky to be there because we feel lucky to be there. People show, you know, people are showing up. This situation is, we have a good gig, you know. Yeah. Before we talk about the specifics, both for Healdsburg and Napa, I do want to go back to this experience of having each of the songwriters show up for each event because that builds on it then, doesn't it? Because they're hearing the stories and the songs that are being shared at each of these mini concerts. And then so it would it grow from night to night and reference back to, you know, what was done before? Um, yeah, you know, I try to make sure that all the performers play different songs, you know, okay. unless, like, uh, let's say that um, uh, Tim Nichols is coming to Napa this year. Tim Nichols wrote, like, Live Like You Were Dying, which is this giant, gigantic uh, Tim McGraw hit in oh, country yeah. music. So he's probably going to have to play that both nights he plays, mm-hmm. you know, because they're probably going to be angry if they do. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, but we, what, I tr- what I try to do, I guess the camaraderie part for uh, the attendees being, uh, the songwriters being at every show is more about, um, you know, hanging out at the wine bar with, you know, this person that came in from Nebraska that's at the event for he bought a four-day pass. And maybe the first night they don't know each other, they don't know anybody, you know, but they, they're meeting like me or they meet a couple of songwriters. And by, you know, that's Wednesday night. So let's say by Saturday night 
we're on a first name basis and we're mm-hmm. like, hey man, what's going on? Are you drinking the cab rock again? You know, like it's that kind of conversation. And that's just not normal. And that's the best thing that happens for me is I see it. I see, um, I see both attendees and performers and attendees become actual friends. Like it's, it's, there's no better compliment for me than when I get a, you know, somebody sends me an Instagram message and it's a picture from two of the people that met at SIP Napa, but they're vacationing together in Colorado or something, oh, wow. you know, and that, yeah. and that's what you're trying to do. And you, and, and once again, I think we all just want connection and, and music is connection. Wine is connection. Um, you know, it, it, it all kind of works together and, and hopefully SIP is part of that as well for, uh, for the folks that attend. We're talking with Patrick Davis. He is the founder of Songwriters in Paradise, also known as SIP. SIP Napa is coming up very, very quickly. Uh, if yeah. you do not have your tickets yet, you should head to songwritersinparadise.com. Click on the Napa link. Uh, the 2023 event uh, is from April 19th through the 22nd. The one uh, that is happening in Healdsburg is in July, July 18th through the 22nd second you're listening to rock and vino we will be right back it's rock and vino on ksro brought to you by american ag credit money for agriculture And welcome back to Rockin' Vino here on KSRO. If you've missed an episode, you could head to KSRO.com to find them. You can also head to our website at rockinvino.com and click on all of our past episodes. There are over 90 different episodes that you can check out combining music and wine and uh, really, really fun different episodes to uh, check out. So head to our website at rockinvino.com. Uh, you can also join our Patreon if you'd like there. Uh, I am Michelle Coco is my co-host, and we are talking with Patrick Davis, who is the founder of Songwriters in Paradise. And uh, we are talking about two different events that are coming up, one much, much closer. The SIP Napa event is April 19th through the 22nd, and uh, SIP Healdsburg is happening July 18th through the 22nd. And again, joining us on the line is Patrick Davis. Hey, Patrick, thanks so much for talking with us. Hey, guys. Thank you all. All right. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the logistics of this. Do you buy a pass for the entire weekend? Do you buy a single day pass? How does that work? Uh, you can. You can buy. Um, there's uh, different options. You can do a, a four day pass for the whole time. I think it saves you a little bit, you know, versus buying individuals. And then um, there's a VIP component as well. There might be a couple of those left. I'm actually not 100 percent positive. But uh, and then uh, when it comes to the single night tickets, um, you can buy. You can purchase those as well. We kind of we kind of leave a few of those. Um, for the very end of the, you know, as we get closer to it, we get some stragglers or maybe some folks that are just kind of been on the fence about it that are didn't know if they were going to be in Hillsburg or, or, or in Napa or in the area, and so they buy them last minute, which is a, which is a still a good thing. Any way you get to it is still okay by me. Nice, <laughs> nice. And uh, the VIP pass, what does that include? Uh, we do a Tuesday night uh, a special cave dinner um, that we don't really tell anybody where we're going until the night of, and then. Um, and then we also uh, it also includes another Friday special event and and better uh, you know all the wine at these events you know the wine and the food is all included in the price of the ticket but but the wineries do a certain wine for the you know kind of the regular ticket and then for the VIP there's a uh, you know an elevated experience when it comes to the wine choices there's a special bar for that um, you get the best seats at each show that mm-hmm. kind of stuff um, which is you know some people want that it depends on like how big of a wine snob you are you know I'm pretty big wine snob <laughs> so I kind of like, I, I get pretty. Uh, I get pretty, uh, you know, excited when I hear there's going to be a, a uh, you know, a better wine selection. So it just depends on, uh, you know, what you're looking for. 
Yeah, great. Tell us a, a bit about the artists who are coming to SIP Napa. Yeah, uh, Napa is uh, is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of fun because um, you know these the lineups for Na- uh, Sunrise in Paradise are always basically just my friends. I've I've been doing this for a long time. I've written a lot of songs for a lot of people and and uh, and, and and been able to tour and and meet a bunch of folks. So I have a pretty big black you know little black book and. Um, so uh, one of my favorites for this one is uh, a guy named Gabe Dixon. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Gabe. If, if uh, anybody out there listens to the Tedeschi, Tedeschi Trucks Band, mm, uh, Gabe yep. is, the, is, is the piano player and uh, producer and songwriter, uh, one of the songwriters for those guys, and he is a monster musician in his own right. I mean, he, Gabe actually toured when he was like 19 years old. He was the touring piano player for Paul McCartney. So that'll tell you <laughs> okay. kind of how, uh, yeah, so, uh, so there's nothing that we can throw at Gabe that's going to scare him, you know. Um, he's an incredible piano player, and um, and I'm real excited. This is his first sip. Um, a lot of the guys are kind of repeat offenders, but this is Gabe's uh, first one ever, and, and that's really because it, Tedeschi Trucks tours all the time, so it's very hard to have Gabe on a show because of that. So I'm really excited about Gabe. Um, my buddy uh, Jed Hughes, who uh, is one of the top uh, guitar players, um, not just in Nashville but in the world, and a performer uh, as well, He um, he's a guitar player for Vince Gill and for Keith Urban and people. I mean, he's an amazing guitar player and uh he actually is from australia and just won the australian musician of the year um award down there at their big awards and um he's an incredible performer he'll be there with us um i mentioned tim nichols earlier who's won i think uh at least a one or two song of the year awards i think he's won some grammys um uh wyatt durrett who i think has written every zach brown number one song ever will be there um you know it, it's a really good the lineup is is made up of uh some some rather incredible talents and i and i i I work very hard to make sure it's not just country artists. It's all like Gabe, you know, is not going to be a, you know, he's going to be more of like kind of a, I guess, a Americana, Americana um, kind mm-hmm. of a pop songwriter. Um, and then there's going to be some folks that are, that are more country. And there's a couple people that are going to be maybe a little more rock and roll. It's like, I just want to make sure that people understand that, you know, songwriting, it, it, Nashville, of course, is known for country music, but there's a lot of us uh, that do a lot of different things there. So. Yeah, yeah, and certainly the the nature of songs um, that are coming out of uh, country music these days can cross over to pop very easily. Yeah, yeah, just, just a little bit different, you know, um, and we also have a, you know, one thing that I love about SIP is that, you know, because of the intimate atmosphere, I mean, it's, it's literally, if you talk, we will ask you to leave. I don't care if you pay for tickets or not. It's <laughs> like you, you're going to, like, because you're sitting down listening, to, we want the stories to be heard. Mm-hmm. We want you to really, and it, and I find that a lot of big wine lovers are, are get that because, you know, you have to take time to actually, when you, you take a sip of wine, you have to take the time to figure out what it is, you really enjoy it. And that's kind of what the Songwriters in Paradise thing is with the songwriters. You know, we're, we're, we want you to listen to these songs and hear the story behind the song, why it was written, how it was written. And that's stuff you just don't normally get. You know, it's, it's no, it, like the, going to see the Foo Fighters is amazing. It's 80,000 people singing back every word. But Dave Grohl doesn't really get to tell you why he wrote, you know, Everlast. What, you know, whatever, I mean, yeah, Everlast, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. like he doesn't get to talk about that. And that's kind of where um, I feel like uh, the SIP thing really uh, lends itself to uh, the small, intimate atmosphere where people really enjoy that. So. And when you're putting together the songwriters for each location, so for Napa versus Sonoma, um, how are you curating that? Like, um, who do you want to feature in one location versus another? Like, which songwriters pair best with the other? Like, what's your like? How do you? What's your process for that? Um, it's really just 
I, like I said, it's my buddies, and I, I, I have a rule, and I, I don't think I, I think we're probably on regular radio, so let's just say that no one can be rude, or, you know, I was going to use a different <laughs> word, but uh, everybody, everybody's got to just be, like, real, real good people, people, you know, mm-hmm. they've got to be able to talk to people, they got, they've got to be kind, and, and I, I don't, a lot of, a lot of our schedules are so crazy that we, you know, I kind of have to dictate it based on, oh, wait, wait a second, you know, Gabe's on tour in July, so he can do he can right. do Napa, but he can't do that. You know, um, or, or that's kind of across the board. I have to look at it like that. So I, I have a um, I have a belief that my SIP guys could do any of the SIPs and be just fine because they're all going to be good people and yeah. also incredible performers. Yeah. So. Uh, how much do you have to rely on the people here, sort of the infrastructure here, to help you get everything put together? Because this is a big under- undertaking to do these four or five different events when you're here. Yeah. Yeah, um, all the guys are, um, all the guys are, uh, there's a big, you know, like I said earlier, the wineries are amazing. So the wineries can do whatever they need to do always. Like, they're never going to be, um, they do this for a living every day, always. So they're not, they're not confused by what I'm, you know, what I'm tell, asking them to do. They know exactly what it is, exactly what, uh, they're experts at this. So the only parts of it that I try to take uh, a little bit of uh, more control over are the um the actual sound you know elements that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and i have a there's a great company called audio north which is actually in windsor right down the street from you guys um and my buddy glenn who owns that um he is uh he brings all the sound equipment out the lights and everything and so uh you know he handles that part of it i i, wor- I rely on to get the word out you know I, I rely on people that write for you know the uh the, the i guess the press democrat or the, or the napa register you know there's a lot of you guys that have been as we've gotten further and further down the line with this, this being the fourth, fifth year type of thing, I'm starting, uh, I feel like people are noticing that this is not, um, we're not poaching. Like, we actually care about the community. You know, we do, we're not a charity. Uh, SIP is not a charity, it's for for-profit, but I always make sure that we, uh, we try to raise funds for some local charities every year. Last year in Napa, we did $100,000. I think we did about fifty in uh in Hillsburg, you know, and these are just from auctioning off signed guitars or mm. signed lyrics or things like that. That's that's a big component for um, what I want to make sure that the, the community of Napa, y'all don't need anything else. You're already awesome. The entire wine country is awesome. You've got everything figured out. So if we are lucky enough to be there, Sith is lucky enough to be a part of the annual calendar, then I want to make sure that everyone there realizes that we recognize how lucky we are. Absolutely. And uh, clicking on the charity uh, tab on your website at Songwriters in Paradise, uh, you can see that uh, places like the Boys and Girls Club of St. Helena and Calistoga uh, is one of the beneficiaries that you've chosen. Also notes for education, uh, helping out in uh, Napa as well as in Nashville. So uh, raising quite a bit of money for the different organizations that are helping people where you're doing these concerts. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, We're actually going to wrap things up for the live on air portion and uh, Patrick I do appreciate you not swearing during this portion (laughs) because we like our FCC license and uh, we don't want to lose that but we're going to uh, finish up the show here and then take things off air for our Rock and Vino Patreons and podcast listeners and there Patrick you can swear all you want (laughs) oh god hey I'm a musician I I swear like a sailor I I, I had to remember I was like wait a second is this regular this is regular radio okay thank you guys thank y'all so much for having me and uh, I really appreciate it and like I said um I, I I have a very special place in my heart for for wine country, Hillsburg, and the Napa folks. They've treated me 
like family, and so uh, I, I, I feel lucky to do this every year. Right on. All right, SIP Napa coming up April 19th through the 22nd. SIP Healdsburg is uh, July 18th through the 22nd. Details at songwritersinparadise.com. And this is KSRO. It's Rockin' Vino. All right. Welcome back to Rockin' Vino. My name is Michelle, and that is Coco. Hello. Hello. And our guest is Patrick Davis. He is the founder and songwriter uh, behind Songwriters in Paradise, also known as SIP. And the uh, event is coming up very, very soon. SIP Napa is April 19th through the 22nd, 2023. And SIP Healdsburg will follow in the summer, July 18th through the 22nd. All right. We have to ask you some of our fun questions that we like to ask okay. uh, people who are involved in music and wine. Uh, as right. a songwriter, is there wine that you like to pair together when you're writing or do you keep wine and songwriting separate? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're musicians, so we, uh, we're, you know, there's usually something alcohol related somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock um, somewhere, well, at right? Least, <laughs> at, least, at least, at least if there's, you know, in that, you know, in Nashville, we usually write, um, you know, uh, there'll be co-writing. So it'll be two or three of us that would write a song together. And if that's the case, at least one person is partaking in something. Um, but as, as we've been, as I've done this, uh, gotten a little older and, and kind of gotten around, you know, better wine. When I was a kid, we'd drink, you know, Boone's Farm or whatever, I guess. But uh, <laughs> once you once you get out to wine country and you actually are, you know, you're you're lucky enough to have, uh, you know, some of these absolutely incredible wines, whether, you know, I don't know, I could name, I could reel off 50 of them, but you drink that and then everything, there's no going back. So my, uh, my songwriting um, wine uh, taste have gone, uh, it cost me a lot more to write a song than it used to, <laughs> I'll put it like that. <laughs> I'm sure with you, you know, being in Napa and then now in, you know, the Sonoma County side with Healdsburg, your exposure to amazing wines has, uh, has grown and I'm sure your uh, tastes uh, yeah. have evolved with that. <laughs> Is there uh, a particular, yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. For sure. No, I was just saying for sure. Yeah, it's 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 very it's it's very difficult. It's like once you have that, there's just no going back. So, is there a particular wine that uh, just like knocked your socks off recently that you were just like, oh my god, like I just need um, this? I I love I love uh, the A Raffinelli Zin. Yeah, um, that's that's uh, that always blows my mind for especially for the price point. You know, because when you get into you know Hillsburg, um, you know just. That Sonoma thing can't be as expensive because of whatever reason as the Napa, you know. So it's it, it's like half price of something that would be in Napa, and it's and it's as good or better, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I love uh, I love uh, Alpha uh, Omega has some incredible single vineyards. Um, they have uh, some Beckstoffer stuff that'll just make you just you'll be like I don't even know what this is. This is like <laughs> magic in this bottle. Um, Brasswood does that. I mean, all of the wine like. Honestly, I'm lucky enough with all of the SIP Napa wineries. I mean, like in SIP Hillsburg, you know, whether it be uh, some of the, you know, Jackson family brands, some of that stuff, some of the higher end stuff is insane. Um, you know, then there, you get into, uh, I don't know, Robert Young. I don't know if you know that one. That's mm -hmm. out. I mean, there's just, it's just, I could go to the, the whole list is just like, it's just incredible, incredible wine. And, um, and you know, of course, Silver Oak Club, you know, that's kind of the reason I started SIP Napa. And, and then uh, Gargiulo Vineyards, which is a smaller, right on the same road, Oakville Crossroads. Uh, yeah, I know way too much. Being from South Carolina and a songwriter out of Nashville, I know way too much about uh, wine country. Are that's, you kidding? We, we love that. You can be an ambassador wherever you go. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I will. And yeah, when your partner... Just, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll just fill me up with wine and I'll talk all night. Yeah. <laughs> 
when you're when you're finding these you know these wineries or like you know who you want to partner with what are you looking for and is there like a wait list of wineries that want to participate in this that you just can't quite fit in this year well yeah it's been, i've been fortunate you know in, in the beginning you know you're kind of you're kind of having to beg people to do it you know trying to trying to make them believe that it's going to be okay not that mm. that, that was the, necessarily the case it's just you're trying to prove yourself um and now it's getting a lot easier um there's a lot of folks that um kind of are asking if they could possibly be involved and and i definitely that's flattering um but the truth for me is i'm very i grew up in a small town about three thousand people so i kind of went to i went to kindergarten with the same people i graduated from high school with you know so i'm very loyal and so once somebody shows me that they're willing to you know to 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 do something like sip and take a chance on it i want to make sure that i uh you know i i i don't uh i don't I don't know. I don't piss them off, you know, or you know, I don't want to, I, I want them to be a part of it as many, as long as they would like to. Right. Um, there is some change that definitely helps. We're changing up a couple of the places this year uh, in Hillsburg. We're doing the same in Napa just to keep, you know, cause a lot of the people will come, they come to multiple sips. They'll come to two or three of them a year or the, this will be their third year in a row or fourth year in a row coming to Napa or second year in Hillsburg. So you want to change it up just a little bit so that they're exploring and experiencing new wines. And, uh, and new venues. And so, um, yeah, very, I feel very fortunate that anybody wants to do this. And, and, and as it's grown and I, I kind of get phone calls from wineries, you know, I, we'd love to do this. And they're, they're huge wineries. They're wineries that you're like, holy shit, you know who I am? <laughs> you know, so it's, um, it's, uh, so that's a very, that's a, that's a huge compliment. Yeah. Um, do these events as a songwriter, do they inspire you? Do you have any songs that have come out of these events? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's, uh, the alcohol consumption will cut down <laughs> on the production of writing songs. <laughs> yes. um, but we do have, uh, there's five or ten songs that actually do uh, have made the cut that will be played at shows still to this day um, that we're like, wow, that happened where? That happened in Hopetown? That happened in Cabo? That happened in Napa? Like, they do, they do happen. They used to happen a little bit more Napa. Everybody's usually pretty hungover until showtime. So uh, <laughs> it's not really a lot of songwriting that happens. And Hillsburg's the same way. But, but they do inspire. What, what I would say is maybe they don't happen while we're there. But right. what does happen is people become friends that maybe they were my friends, but they didn't know each other separately. And when I brought them together to be a part of SIP, all of a sudden they start hanging out and they start writing songs together, which then in turn creates the opportunity for maybe six months later they're in a room together in nashville and they write a song that becomes a huge hit wow that's yeah. amazing that's so cool um these events are focused on the songwriters themselves uh have you ever thought about bringing in one of the people who's you know that song then propel them to stardom i mean could you bring tim mcgraw on <laughs> well yeah the, the price point for that would have to be pretty insane that's one of the mm. that's one of the things that you know you're i always laugh because people will be like i mean what would it be like you know like 25 or thirty thousand dollars to get you know <laughs> tim mcgraw or darius rucker i'm like right. probably about two or three million dollars they're like what <laughs> like they just don't it just the concept of it seems so far and so um for me personally uh there are a number of guys that do come that are the performers um of like we'll have uh christian bush comes from he's not coming to Napa, he's coming to hillsburg but he's from sugarland you know he was there's there's two people in sugarland uh he's he, it's a female that sings lead but he was singing all the harmonies mm -hmm. so he's actually the person that made those songs you know those songs uh, gabe dixon from tedeschi trucks actually mm -hmm. is a solo artist he sings those songs some of the songs with tedeschi trucks so he is the artist um you know, David Ryan Harris, who was John Mayer's guitar player, uh, but also an amazing solo artist, 
David Ryan does his own song. Like these are people that still have. Um, I think in in uh, Hillsburg this year, I'm bringing Kanan Smith, who was a big country artist, uh, had had a few number ones. He's actually coming to sing, uh, you know, and play. Uh, Eric Pasley, who's also those people. So there are people that do come from that, uh, you know, from that side of things. But we still want them, you know, for me personally, it has to be, they have to be badass uh, performer and songwriter. They just can't be a person that sings, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a lot, that's very different. You know, a lot of people that are in, you know, the pop world or even the country world, they actually don't write their own songs. They just kind of get up and look pretty. Uh, oh my goodness should we cut that part out (laughs) no No, it's a fact it's a fact it doesn't mean it it doesn't mean they're not good at it i'm just saying that what what i do like like, i'm very respectful of the person that actually the craft the first thing that happens the first thing that happens is that and you don't get that you know i I play with a huge band when i tour i have a called patrick davis and his midnight choir it's a 12-piece band it's horns and background singers and and, and I tell some stories and stuff, but it's very hard to do that because it's a large show. Um, right. And you just don't get that. You don't get the intimate uh, behind-the-scenes look when you have that. You need to have um, a, this small, unique little you know, uh, gathering, which is what we have. I've, I found that when you get over 200 people in any setting, unless it's a beautiful theater, like a very you know, specifically for like the Beacon or the Ryman or something, it's very hard to keep more than 200 people occupy and like quiet. Mm-hmm. So what I do is sip is, you know, it's, it's never, I always say never more than 150, but the truth is it's about 200 people with some of the other, you know, the, the winery people and stuff like that. But that mm. keeps it at about 200 people and you can, can not control that, but you can keep it to where it's, it feels like you're in a living room. You feel like you're in part, you're a part of something special, which is once again, going back to wine country, wine country is really incredible at making people feel like they're a part of something special. You know, they that when you meet the, the winery maker, whoever they, they're telling you the stories about their wine, that's, they're so good at that. And that's what you essentially, uh, that's what I want people to to feel like when they're at Songwriters in Paradise with the songwriters, with the wineries, with everything. Yeah. Our guest has been Patrick Davis. He is the founder of Songwriters in Paradise. Uh, Sip Napa is April 19th through the 22nd, and Sip Healdsburg is July 18th through the 22nd. All the details at songwritersinparadise.com. Thanks so much, Patrick. Okay, thank you guys so much. Talk to you all soon. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you. This is Rockin' Vino. Thanks for listening to Rockin' Vino. Check out more great content online at rockinvino.com.